everybody to another episode of the Back of the House podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Easy. And today we have a special guest, Mr. Hey, Charles Reyes. Mr. Reyes. Is it Reyes Hi. or Reyes? Reyes. I mean, it depends on if my grandma's calling me or not. <laughs> depends. Am I in trouble or not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's it going, man? Good, man. Happy to be here. Yeah. Good. Welcome to the yeah. Back of the House podcast. Um, we have heard a lot about you, especially... Um, All the rumors are true. They live up to their expectations. Yeah. <laughs> and um, especially with the flip and Randy coming in here and singing your praises. Um, yeah. As far as I you paid know, him to do that, just yeah. So you Did know. you paid him? Man, I knew there was something sketchy. Exactly. She had a Lexus car. I think. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he rolled like that, huh? But no, definitely. Um, she hit both of them were singing your praises and um, really impressed on um, you know what you're bringing to San Angelo as far as the entertainment scene. And personally, I seen you live um, about a month ago. Uh, it was cold that Saturday. I was left, I guess. In awe, speechless, you know, speechless. Yeah, that especially, good. yeah, exactly. That especially really whenever good. you did um some cover songs, but in your own style, it's pretty cool, man. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. My wife and I really enjoyed that. Oh man, I'm glad you came out. Man. Yeah, and you already know I'm like your number one fan. Yeah, like, I don't know. I've people are talking about how many well, talk about. I was wondering yeah. why you have a Charles Reyes tattoo. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of <laughs> one of those things. Like I'm just like, yeah, you know, it's on my forearm <laughs> right. and stuff. It changed my he life. Was free. <laughs> He's free. <laughs> he, I was drugged. Yeah. <laughs> I heard one of his cover songs and right. I was going to die. I was right. going to kill myself, God. but he helped me come back. Right, right. What song was it? Was it Beedy Beedy Bumbo? It was Purple Rain. <laughs> right. No, I think he, he said Beedy Beedy Bumbo the other day. I did, well, I, I put it into uh, Joker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. did a mashup of that. Yeah. That was yeah, that's funny. cool. Yeah. yeah. So how long have you been um, playing and performing professionally? Uh, <laughs> I've been in a band since I was like 15 years old. 15? Yeah. I was uh, what they call a orc dork. Oh, an orchestra. So I played an orchestra yeah. all the way to 12th grade, but uh, me and my buddy Jared Thomas started a band and we named it Bagoda. Bagoda. But Ugly Guys on the Attack. Oh, okay. good lord. Y'all put all some right. thought in that, did yeah. you? Well, my sister did. <laughs> <laughs> my sister wrote it down and I was like, thank you, sister. It's the perfect name. Yeah. Bagoda. Yeah, Bagoda. Yeah. That, is, that does like have a cool name. Find us on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my first band uh, in. We're in bars playing, you know, uh, Mongol Wade at the time would uh, vouch for us to get us in, to let us play and stuff and get us gigs. We were playing for 50 bucks. Yeah. At like wow. the old scrub pub and stuff like that. And, you know, just having fun and cutting teeth, you know, and yeah. I've been doing it ever since. Just I've been in a bunch of different bands since then and still, you know, San Angelo and just around the area. Yeah. Um, you just said uh, Orc Dork. First thing that orc came dork. to mind is, uh, do you like Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, bro. This Don't guy. be calling orcs. me out in front of my friends. Shit. <laughs> this guy. Right. No, but um, that's interesting. I never heard of Orc Dork. Yeah. You know? Um, I guess I was in an orchestra. I yeah. should have been. Yeah. That's I regret what they called that. you when they were dipping your head in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> or that's what you kind of heard. Uh, yeah. you know, in between. <laughs> in between. <laughs> in between. You're like, I don't know. Or God. Or. Smells no. nice down here. More, please. <laughs> right. So tell me a little bit. Where Where are you from? Um, are you from San Angelo area? Uh, technically, I'm from Bront, Texas. Oh, the Bront. Uh, Bront. Metropolis. Of Bront. Oh, okay. Yes. But, uh, yeah, we were back and forth, me and my mom. So, Bront, Texas, I mean, tell me what it was like um, growing up in the, the metropolis. Uh, nothing's there. I don't know if you've ever been there. Yeah, we DJ a couple of times. <laughs> okay. like yeah. It was a long time ago, about 20 years ago. Trouble, you know? Yeah, yeah that's pretty much what it is. And Menudo. Yeah, exactly. My grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I remember, Bront. The, yeah? The Trouble, uh, everybody dancing, and Menudo. Yeah. yeah. My grandma probably made it. She was, yeah. like, did, she was probably, probably the one. Was it, is it good? 
Oh, it's oh, amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. My dad, my grandma's passed, but my dad has the recipe, so uh-huh. he makes it for me now. So, yeah. so now are you going to take the reins? You got to learn how to do it. I guess, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah know. It's up to you now. Maybe, it's up to yeah. you. Hopefully, you know, my dad's still here, so let's not say that yet. Right? <laughs> no, I meant like you got to start He's got it written down somewhere. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's still got it written down, but you got you got, you got to perfect it. You know what I mean? You got to take, take time. Yeah. yeah. I was watching this uh, stupid kids show with my kids, right? And uh, they're like, oh, the recipe's in the computer. And so they're like send it everywhere to find someone to go and, you know, look into the software and special software, whatever. Well, they did something and they dropped the computer. It's a tower, right? Computer tower. And the recipe was inside the computer tower. <laughs> oh my so they're like looking for it online. I'm sure they were looking for everywhere. Like <laughs> all the files and folders and nice, but it was in the computer. computer. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Smart kids. Know, yeah. Smart kids. Yeah. So, um, that was easy chat. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's no shit, right? Yeah. So, um, what high school did you graduate from? Central. 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 Oh, three. Oh, three. Yeah. Huh, we're not too far. Yeah, we're really not too far off. Yeah, we're 99. Yeah. So, not too bad. No. Yeah. Not too bad. What is that supposed to be? Not too old, right? Yeah. Not too old, right? What did you do right after you graduated? I mean, I'm sure that you played in high school band and orchestra. And how did that influence you as far as once you graduated and moved on to your next level in a, or next step in music? Well, at that point, I'd already kind of been playing in a band for a while and we were pretty established. Um, and, I mean, when I was in high school, I was really artsy fartsy, and of course, Ork Dork, but I also did painting, AP painting, awesome. AP yeah. drawing, stuff like that. And I had the opportunity, they gave me a scholarship to do that. And I was like, I really don't want to do that with my life. So I just kind of passed it up and just went to the workforce. But um, that band, Bogota, we had an opportunity. We had signed to a label, and they wanted us to put us on a tour and do all this stuff. And uh, all the guys that were in the band at that point really weren't ready to do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had starting families, good jobs and stuff like that. So the band just kind of dissolved. And I was like, well, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to play music. So I just, you know, just started playing acoustic shows. I started doing, I started a band called Tiffany the Lump at that that point. I started a band called Tequila Brothers, which I still play in. Um, And then recently I started a band called 12 Mile. Uh, But I played, you know, I play for Whiskey Mike. Uh, I play for Chile F. I play for a bunch of different bands. That's cool. And that's all mainly here in San Angelo, is that right? Yeah. Uh, I, I was playing uh, for like a, I guess a wedding like band, you know, party band. I was yeah. in Dallas for a while before COVID hit. Um, but once COVID hit, I stopped doing that. It's too much of a drive, you know, but yeah. it's fun. It's yeah. easy money. Yeah. True story. Yeah. So what's one, getting married. So what's one of the, um, the, the best parts of being a mus- musician? The boobs. <laughs> The boobs. The, <laughs> no. Let's be honest. Let's right. be honest. Let's right. be really they, honest. They're let's old lady days. <laughs> I, hey, I went to the Pearl the other day. I, I, I see what y'all working with over there. <laughs> hey man, the boobs, the boobs, the boobs, the boobs. Yeah. Listen, no man. Uh, just making, just making music for me. Really, that's my thing, man. It's always been like a part of me, you know. And yeah. being on stage, is, they say it's like a drug because it really is like a drug, especially yeah. like good shows. Yeah. I've played some shows. I've been in front of ten thousand people before, you wow. know. So. That's like, you have no idea how that feels. It's just amazing. So that's why I do it, really. What kind of music uh, genre do you kind of focus on? And let's, well, how about when you started with Pagoda? Um, how what kind of music was that? It was heavy rock. Heavy rock. Heavy, cool. heavy rock. When I was younger, my dad listened to a lot of Pantera. That kind of imprinted on me and then, you know, uh, started writing songs. And that was kind of what I was listening to at that point. Cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've really kind of grown in music. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of, what they say, you know, tunnel vision, you know, mm-hmm. I just had to play rock music. I had to play yeah. rock music. If you're not playing rock music, you're gay, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, no, I was real tunnel vision. Then I started listening to other stuff and 
now, I mean, I'm in love with Texas. I mean, I have a Texas country band, and we write a lot of the songs. I write a lot of the songs, yeah. and I never really thought that was in me. Mm. And I was like, wow, why am I writing these songs like this? You know, but they're, yeah. I mean, so far we're getting a lot of, a lot of, a lot of praise on them. So, yeah, Good. definitely. I, we've, um, like I said, we've heard nothing but great reviews with you and then the other groups that you're with and uh, 12 mile now what kind of let's say 12 mile what kind of music do, do they normally that's focus? texas that's, country. A, that's, that's your yeah, texas country. country awesome so how did you get involved with 12 mile well um it, the band kind of started as an accident so i was playing with a band called whiskey mike mm-hmm. uh, one of my best friends in the world and we had opportunity to do a show out in fort stockton they wanted a country band out there and at that point i was playing with funky monkey so funky monkey was in headline and they wanted a country band to open up. So talked to my buddy Mike, said, hey, we're going to go down and play this show. He couldn't make it. So mm-hmm. I was like, we're already booked. We're already on the bill. we got to do this. So I was like, I know all the songs. I know the melodies. I just don't know the lyrics. So pulled them all up on an iPad. Got my guys, said, hey, we're going to do this show. Come on. Throw them on stage. And I just sang, and yeah. they loved it. They were like, oh, you guys are great. Can we have you back next year? And I'm oh. like, okay. So yeah. we booked it again next year. And then they booked it again the year after yeah. that. Um, so it was it was never really supposed to be a band. But then um, we started getting people talking about us and asking us, hey, we all can play, we all can play. And I never wanted to be the – at this time I was a singer, and I never wanted to be the singer because I don't have a country voice. I more of like an alternative rock kind of voice. You like to scream? Well, uh, he's so modest. Right, I know, right? He, he's saying <laughs> he's really like, awesome. I don't really got it, but uh, <laughs> you, you know, know, I'll, I'll yeah. sing it. Right. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> 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 I didn't come ready for this. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> he brings out a bike, the harmonica. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. The tuner. tuner. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I took it in. But I, uh, I was, I was literally walking through Walmart one day and I was, uh, in the dog food section and I hear somebody singing. I'm like, this man has the voice of an angel. Oh, who is this man? Now I keep walking around, right? And it ended up being uh, now the now singer for Twelve Mile. Okay. He was working there, and he was stalking dog food, and he had his earbud in, and he was just singing George just, Strait, wow. but singing good. I was like, so awkwardly walked up to him. I was like, Hey, bro, you know, you want to come sing for my band? Yeah. You know? First of all, where's the Alpo? <laughs> yeah. First of all, my dog's hungry. <laughs> He's all like. I can't even get on this. That was funny. <laughs> a dog's hungry. <laughs> Dang it. And so how that, that's how you met um, yeah. him. Yeah, his name Bo King, the most country name Bo ever. King? Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. Bo no, King? He's actually from Lubbock. King? Yeah. King, yeah. Oh, look. You got Reyes. He's King. Yeah. Right. That's the Dang same thing. Right? Dang, those it's meant to be. Yeah, the, the stars Los were Los dos Reyes. Yeah, Los, los dos Reyes. Yeah, Los, los dos Reyes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, awesome. This is magical, guys. It I'm is. glad we could have this moment yeah. together. Oh, right. Mind blown right like now. Hey, oh, my God. We need what? a pause. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. He just got hot. Yeah, yeah, Turn on the air conditioning yeah. a little bit faster. Brown no. chicken brown guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. He did nice and slow. He's like, and we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> right after this break. Yeah. No, but that's cool, man. That's that, um, that you, uh, yeah. it's just a fate kind of the fate. I think that happens with every single story as far as, you know, artistic music. Um, technically maybe everything in this world, there's always something that brings, and something unusual that brings something that kind of works dog together. Food. Yeah, dog yeah. food. Dog, dog food. It is. Yeah. You yeah. mentioned who would you ha- who would you have found if you went to um, a Market Street? Probably been in the cat food. Some, some guy named Lawrence. <laughs> yes, Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Lorenzo Cordier. Your name is Lawrence. We're sorry, guys. We think that's a cool name. Yeah, that's so like you know, the coolest it's name. The, it's this is not taped, <laughs> not rehearsed. <laughs> no, it's not. It, this is yeah, exactly. Yes, shout out to Lawrence. Yeah, shout out Lawrence. to Lawrence. my boy Blue. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence is the deal. Okay. Oh no, but that's like I said. That's uh, interesting that that's how that worked out. And you know, how has Twelve Mile progressed as far as your music? Um, your music guess um career path uh well when we, when we first started like i said i was singing for the band and we were doing pretty well um we got to open up for Corey morrow and we we're doing cool. headlining the fort stark fort stockton rodeo and doing stuff like that but then we weren't really writing original stuff i had some stuff written but we really i mean we were just kind of focused on covers at that point mm-hmm. because i mean at the end of the day people want to hear songs they know so yeah. when they hire you they're like hey get up there and play stone Rue, you know whoever yeah. else so we started writing and I had a bunch of songs or half finished songs, stuff like that. And, um, me and Bo sat down and they just started coming together so easily. And mind you, he, he had never been in a band before. He had never, he barely really kind of knew how to play guitar, but he had a lot of inspiration and a lot of lyrics yeah. and a lot of stuff. And we just started putting it together. It was like, boom, 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 you know, writing songs. So we recorded three songs with Jude Dillon, um, He's a producer out of Dallas, and he also has a studio in Nashville. Super cool guy. Cool. And um, got the songs back, put them on Spotify. They started getting some play, started getting calls for some bigger shows. William Clark Green, Pat Green, um, open up for the Texas Tornadoes, you know, you know, bigger yeah, shows. Yeah. So wow. those started coming our way, and we're like, okay, we got something. So, you know, right now we're at the point where we're getting, getting ready to shoot a music video. Cool. Hey, that's awesome, man. I don't know what to do with my hands. No, no, right. don't do it. Don't. <laughs> that's a great thing. You don't have to do nothing with them. <laughs> right. Exactly. Just stand just there. Get them off my lap. Yeah. Just get them off just my lap. Just strumming. <laughs> I'm, just yeah. like, I just had to tell Charles, hey, just get it off my lap, bro. Just take your hand off <laughs> my knee. Yeah. Right. Actually, go higher. Go <laughs> do, do it. Do it right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't tease me. <laughs> but, I mean. Put makeup on me. Yeah. <laughs> opportunities have really just been kind of coming our way and and i'm not going to say it's not because of our hard work because we really do work hard we practice twice a week of course uh we have you know writing sessions and we really put a lot of money time effort into it yeah so that's paying off but also you know a lot of the connections i've made over the years playing in bars you know hanging out with the bar owners and doing good shows for them and you know not getting wasted in their bar or starting fights in their bar stuff like that so a lot of those connections kind of came back you know they're like hey we'd love to have you guys we'd love to have you guys so you know we're able to play shows and get connections and get out of town shows yeah. and they talk to people they know you know and it's, it's all about word of mouth you know so yeah. that's really just right now it's just these opportunities are just kind of presenting themselves and we're trying to jump on as many as we can yeah especially right now it's been since everything's trying to open back up and you know get rid of this uh um, I don't know. COVID mentality. COVID mentality. Yeah. yeah that's that's um, a good way to put it. Yeah. Depression. Like COVID yeah. depression. Get out of the house and go uh-huh. in and uh, experience that again. I'm sure, you know, people are going out there and catching up sometimes. They're itching. <laughs> yeah. They are itching. It, and and uh, I was lucky enough because I do do acoustic shows and stuff yeah. like that. During COVID, I was still, you know, doing backyard shows oh, and that's good. still doing little acoustic shows and making a little cash, you yeah. know, and being able to stay afloat. Oh, you know, I've had a full time job, but stay afloat like in you know music, the music scene, scene, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and still have my name out there. You know, that's all about it's all it's all again word of mouth. Yeah, I think that's one of the important things is that um, even though you are a musician, you still have your responsibilities. You still have to work and this and that, and it, on top of rehearsing and then preparing, getting bookings for the weekend, 
Because you want to pursue that part of your dream, too. Yeah, and so all the PR that comes in, with that stuff's a nightmare, yeah, man. it is. Like, all the social media stuff. Yeah. Having a social media presence is, yeah. it's, it's. I mean, you have to have it nowadays. And it has to look good, you know? Yeah. So, you have to spend time on it. It can't be something thrown together and look, you know, yeah. you, you look like a local man, you know? Yeah. Not, no, no I'm always going to be a local guy, but, uh, you know, you don't want, you want to look like you're in the bigger scene. Yeah, exactly. So, you have to kind of present yourself that exactly. way, you know? So. Because there's, for every 10 that look the same you always want that one you know mm-hmm. right you're always going to say well it looks like the the same guy mm-hmm. you know and it's hard especially in social media you know to present yourself the way you really are right yeah. and that's 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 a hard thing to do and i mean especially if you you're not really familiar with social media and you have the time to get into yeah. all that and editing and recording and this and mm-hmm. that so yeah i understand what you yeah, we definitely feel that because yeah. I mean, we have to do our own stuff and we know exactly and we don't do it yeah <laughs> i do it. i'm the yeah. one that manages all that for the band and man when i first got in and i was like man this, i don't know what i'm doing here yeah but now that i've been doing it for a little while i've, yeah. I've been able to kind of give us a good social media presence it's great uh and, and you know it's all about just being clickable especially you know when you're trying to book shows a lot of times uh a bar owner or a venue manager or whatever will go to your social media yeah. and see how many people you know yeah. are looking yeah. at their stuff you know yeah how many shows they got where are they playing you know stuff like that and if it looks you know like you hadn't posted on that thing in four months they're like uh you know it's the same mentality that people should have whenever they're applying for jobs and the bosses are going to go look for look at your social it's media presence right it's part of your resume like it or not right yep. and then that's um same thing you have to make sure it's it's all up to date it's um looks good. It's not um grindy, you know. No whatever. politics, yeah. no religion. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Clean. Yeah, yeah. Something that, you know, it's gonna um translate across multiple multiples of um, you know, different type of people. Yeah, they it's want to be to sellable. Yeah, exactly. It's gotta be sellable. Be sellable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes a lot of people wanna say that's selling out, right? But then gotta pick your poison, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean at, at the end of the day, you know, it's it's a job. You know, it's not yes, it's a hobby and yes, it's a lot of fun, but you know, there's a lot of money that goes into yeah. being a band, you know, whether it's PA equipment or um, photos or music videos, stuff yeah. like that. And none of that's free, you know. So yeah. for us to be able to pay for that stuff, you know, because we ain't got no rich uncles. You right. know? So for us to be able to pay for that stuff out of pocket, we, we have to have good shows. And for us to have good shows that pay good money, we have to look good. We have right. to sound good, you know. So it's not really to me. I don't never look at the selling out. It's just, you know, being presentable, yeah. right? being marketable. And then, and then you work on that stage presence, like mm-hmm. you're saying, and then, um, getting that, leaving that taste of, Hey, I want to, I want to hear these guys again. I want to mm-hmm. see these yeah. guys again. Be fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Be fun. Yeah. Do itty bitty bomb bomb, mix it with Joker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's fact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. And that's, um, going back to that time that uh, we did see you, um, again, it was just an amazing, um, it wasn't even just one type of genres. You you played all different types, or you know, just for the people that were there. And then you and I think that up, was an acoustic show, right? Yeah, okay. just, and then um, but you opened up for um, he got his guitar stolen. Case, case, oh yeah, case, case Harden, Harden, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that yeah. that night we went to go see y'all. Um, we we stayed up for a little while. Um, we didn't take the guitar, so I'm right. just saying. No, he found <laughs> no, they found it. Yeah, yeah, they arrested them. <laughs> yeah, they got yeah. him. Yeah, that's got good. Him. Anything similar has ever happened to you? Uh, I mean. One time we played at Shenanigans with the Kidder Brothers, and our soundboard got stolen. But it was given it was given back because they tried to sell it to one of my buddies, and what? one of my buddies was like, "No, I know who this is. Yeah. You're going to give it to me right now. I'm going to kick your ass." Yeah, I wow. gave it to him. Really, they a soundboard? Me. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that is nice. That's like that's that's a ridiculous. Persona, it's like a nice digital soundboard. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. I can't imagine someone just going up. Look at, look at, well, no, it was, we were loading out and we had set oh, it, we man. had set it down and we went back in the bar to go get more dang, stuff. That's crazy. And then we had set it down outside of the door dang. and somebody's walking by and just grabbed it. God dang it. It only it, takes us. And we didn't notice it until like we're unloading the next day that's because we thought it got loaded in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Cause no one's asking, you know, we've got mm. the software. Everyone's just assuming that everyone's got it all packed up yeah, and done. Someone did it. But yeah. I mean, it just, it just takes like, you know, that one second to let's like turn your head and no one's even paying attention it's and gone. it's gone. And that's the brain of the whole system right there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. Just Don't wait till nobody's looking. You can't. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. Get that wow. big old thing right there. I yeah. wonder if they even knew what it was. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't. <laughs> this is the light box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this thing, I don't know what it does, but right. it's worth a lot of money. Yeah. Right. It's, it's got his, to be. It says Panasonic. <laughs> <laughs> Panasonic. I don't know. It's got a six, six this CD changer it's in it. Got, <laughs> why do we even assume that they're a Mexican that stole it? I don't know. <laughs> he went with it. I was I like. Know. Sure did. <laughs> I mean, I got some cousins, bro. They I probably know, some shit. I, I, I will put it past them. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? That was funny. But my fault. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a penis. I, I, I just canceled myself. You did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the last show of the podcast. Right, we're out. <laughs> Lulek's coming for us now. Lulek and uh, all the other agencies. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that is funny. So, um, tell me, what's the next step for you as far as you know musically? Well, like I said, our next step is uh, shooting the music video, and that's something I've never done before. Cool. Um, yeah. But we're working with Bobby Schuler. So, Bobby, uh, he plays guitar for Judson Cole Band, but he's he's a phenomenal videographer. He did some videos for a band called Vaudeville out of Nashville, and the work is just phenomenal. He's and he's. The, the reason I like him so much is because he's a musician. Mm-hmm. So he understands what we're looking for and he yeah. understands, oh, that's cheesy or, you know, that's, yeah. you know, it's been done before. Yeah, exactly. So, and, you know, when we sat down and talked to him and talk numbers and talk price, he, he was so like, man, hey, I'm just here to, you know, try to help you guys, you know. And a lot of times when you're doing music and local scene, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm not going to work with you and or they kind of get animosity towards right. you. So there's a lot of that guy was super cool didn't really care you know just he just looking to make us a little bit better you know yeah. even though he has his thing going on you know he's yeah. he's like i don't care man i'm trying to help you guys out you know yeah. I'll do what i can so getting ready to do that and then we're gonna go back we wrote now eight more originals so we're gonna go back and record those finish up the album and and nowadays you really don't release a full album right you release releasing kind of bits yeah because the consumer Digital. now wants yeah. something so quickly that's what i yeah. noticed with that one girl from uh uh, Olivia Rodriguez. She's like, mm-hmm. she released like three singles before she released an album. I guess that's a trend now. You know, I mean, you, you have to do it that way. Start giving a little, it's like an addiction, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I want more, I want more, rather than give it yeah. all one time. Right, right. Yeah. Well, see, what happens nowadays is it's not like it used to be where you had to go dig through and find a CD at, yeah. you know, Sam Sam Goody. Goody or where, yeah, <laughs> wherever, and then you get the CD and you listen to it front yeah. to back, up yeah. and down, up and down. Yeah. You go to Spotify, you type in the artist, or somebody says, hey, listen to this song. They right. send you that song. Mm-hmm. You don't really yeah. listen to I mean, there's still full CDs that I listen to or full albums that I listen to, but that's just because I'm a musician. I yeah. love every song on there. But nowadays, the consumer, the teeny bopper girl, you know, searching songs or searching mm-hmm. artists or whatever, right. they listen to one song, you know, yeah. or two songs, a single. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe they listen to the whole album, but they only like two songs, yeah. you know, and that unfortunately it's just kind of how songwriting is going nowadays but that's another topic another right, time. yeah no that it is i mean i've heard that the most 
currently within the last five years, the best selling albums or, you know, tracks, songs are the most simplest uh, lyrics have the most mm-hmm. simplest lyrics. So the more simpler your lyrics are and the less uh, detailed, I guess, your lyrics are, the better it's going to sell. Well, yeah, that's nowadays, so, yeah, that's so that crazy pop. because you know there's yeah. a whole bunch of like back in the '90s and the '80s, I mean, there was so much thought put into a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was like well, so even much before that too. Well, yeah, yeah. well, true story. But I just remember like you know growing up growing in my up, time, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, hearing like and Tupac lyricist. and all these, you know, these all these musicians like talk about something, but you're like, oh shoot, that's like behind the yeah. scenes stuff, and you had to put it like a puzzle together yeah, to figure yeah. it out. And then whenever yeah. you did, it was like. Mind blown. Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. <laughs> but now George it's straight song. Yeah. But you know that wasn't his chair yeah, after all. That <laughs> asshole. That you were talking about the chair. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, nowadays the way the way I look at it, you know, you just kinda you gotta get out there and do the work, you know, and, and try to put the best stuff you got forward, you know, and put your name on it, you know, and that's what I try to tell my guys. And I have two uh young guys that play for me. One's twenty two, one's twenty three. And again, they never been in a band before. They never done any of this before. So I try to, you know, you know, be the, you know, guy who has the knowledge, the wisdom yeah, guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the way you got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I try to tell them, you know, we got what we're what we're doing. We can't, you know, we go in the studio. We really have to put our best effort right. forward. We have to put everything we got into this because, again, the consumer is going to listen to it in the first two seconds or three seconds of the song. They're going to either yeah. go to because there's so much music out there, right? Yeah. And people are releasing. Good music used to back in the day, man. If you wanted to record an album, you had to find a good producer, yeah. you know, pay a ton of money. Nowadays, you can do something like you know, you can back house yeah. 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 random, you know, and just record out of your house or yeah. something. Yeah, just put it on yeah. SoundCloud. Boom, put it on, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, that that is the um, the art behind the music mm-hmm. um, has kind of you know been pushed aside because, like you said, everyone can do something now. Mm-hmm. And everyone can be successful, too. I mean, it doesn't take... I think it's, if you got the right beat, that's it. The right beat. I mean, let's say, like, the Little Nas X. If that didn't have that beat, the one, uh, the the right, the cowboy one or whatever, oh, yeah. um, that didn't have that right beat, that, where would it be? Yeah, yeah, nothing. The lyrics wouldn't have done anything. Yeah. So I always look at the beat and say, okay, that beat's going to make it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that... Usually mel- melody, you know, especially mm-hmm. if you can hum yeah. the song. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't know the lyrics, if you can hum the song, normally you're going to like the song, you know. Yeah. And then you learn the lyrics, you know. Yeah. But I, I'm a stickler for, you know, I, I love Turnpike, so the beautiful lyrics. He writes such good songs, yeah. you know. And yeah. I love, you know, people that actually take the time to write really good songs. But I do understand that there are going to be songs like the Co Wetzel, you know, write about Taco Bell, you know. Yeah. It's good, you know. It's one of those things, you know. It's sellable, you know. Yeah. And I get it. It's fun. It's yeah, sellable. No hate, it's something you know, I like. That, yeah. it. I like yeah. it. I listen yeah. to it. But you're like, oh man, you could have wrote about something cooler. You know, yeah. I mean? a little bit more poetic. <laughs> you know, instead of get drunk and taking me to Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all want to do that. Yeah. But yeah. That's why it's relatable. Yeah, everyone that's wants relatable. To, everyone wants to just go to get drunk and eat a Taco Bell. You should do a a, a Whataburger one. Ooh, <laughs> that's true. Nobody's done that. that. There you go. There you go. Next big thing right here. And man. then in Spanish, you do a Hidalgos. <laughs> <laughs> it's open until 3 a.m. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, it is. It is. Spanish cover. Right? I've been yeah. in there eating menudo at 3 a.m. Yeah, I'm yeah, scared to lie about it. Who's better, your grandma's? No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, listen, we're not <laughs> having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's for another show. Yeah. Like, Oh, uh, well, awesome, man. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, so you already know that I'm like kind of one of your top fans ever. I don't know mm. what it is, man. Like, 
Like literally every Mama like solo. I know, right? Oh, now, uh, 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 <laughs> no, I'm joking. So uh, no, but I, man, whenever I heard Purple Rain, like you sing Purple Rain, like yeah. that was like one of my first times ever hearing you. I was like, dude, I'm so fucking done. You like, fell in love. I did, man. I was like, dude, this guy is fucking incredible. I was just done, and so, ever since then, I've budding bromance. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. but every time I could, you know, go listen to y'all guys, or you know, even Twelve Mile Now, I mean, I, I go and and you know, go to a concert if I can, you know, so. Uh, man, great job what you guys do up there. You, um, I know that you guys, um, there's a fiddler now, right? That, yeah, you got, did you add him or is he still kind of like. We added know? him right after we added Bo. And again, okay. super young kid, you know, yeah. never been in a band, but super talented. Dude, super talented. yes. Like I, I talked about him on the show one time yeah. and um, he, he, drop of a hat, man. You can just tell him to play any song he he's, plays and it. he's on it. So good. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, we found him on Facebook, man. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he, uh, he moved here to he'd go to school. Yeah, wow, ASU, man. and he had put on like one of the little chat forums. Hey, I'm to play fiddle and looking to join a band. They came, and normally when you hold an audition, you have the audition. You send them home. You talk behind their back. You're like, yeah. ah. you make a chart. And you know, yeah. pros and cons. No, nah, man, he came in, and we were like, Can you start? You're, yeah, you're in. You want to go ahead? This, yeah. You want us? Yeah. You like us? We're like you. Let's do this. <laughs> I mean, are there, no a of, are there a lot of fiddle players? There's not. Well, there are in. I'm not trying to be an a-hole when I say this, but they're old. Yeah, they're old no, dudes, no, exactly. You know? I mean, when you think of fiddle player, yeah. you think about... Fiddle you know, player still. You think yeah. about an old dude, yeah, you know, no, with a yeah, big white beard, yeah, you know, with a cane. Beard, yeah. play, the devil went down Georgia. <laughs> yeah, but this guy makes it look cool. I mean, he's got he's got it, man. I yeah. mean, like, but it's just something, like, whenever he plays it, you're just like, that is different. And yeah, not many cool. people have that. And he's that's phenomenal. something that I look forward to. And and I don't know, now that I've been kind of hanging out with, you know, I've been hanging out with Flip and Randy now. And, and, you know, we go out and we go look at stuff. And I've just been really impressed with what, Thanks, what you guys do all the time. So, Appreciate it. And yeah. what band is that that he's part of? Uh, that's 12 Mile. 12 yeah, Mile. Yeah. Mile. That's his band. Now, my keyboard player for um, my keyboard player and my drummer, they're phenomenal for Tequila Brothers. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Tequila Brothers before. No, I have not. But that's that's basically like the band that I started and kind of nurtured. And we, we play so well together, man. It's like sixth sense you know we know exactly what we're doing and it's it's so amazing but you know i've been playing with those guys now for 10 years yeah easy 10 years yeah wow. and man they're just so and they're just such high level good musicians man you yeah. know we get a lot of cool shows with those guys too the fun party shows not the backyard bashes where everybody's yeah. and all the girls are taking off their shirts oh, and stuff, you know? man. i, I do see boobs i'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling not, you. they're not just mine <laughs> <laughs> or eric's no, or eric's no. i'm like hey this is not mardi Crow. he's like no dude put your shirt back on he's like no dude come on he's like i'm on stage man he's all sending me texts no but i've been so lucky to be able to play with some amazing musicians man and and even just you know some of the local local guys that get to share like you know swaps jam yeah, swaps yeah. you know with and stuff there's just there's so many good musicians around san angelo this is one of the most and a lot of people think it's austin you know you yeah austin is gonna be and of course they do have a good music scene mm -hmm. but san angelo has a robust music scene i mean if yeah. you want rap we got it you want Texas country we got it you want rock we got it you know there's a, there's a, a band for everything Tahano, there's everything yeah here. and the bands are phenomenal you know yeah. they're just yeah. so good so much talent here i think too uh, austin's getting one that over 
overexposure, right? Oversaturated, right? With everything. And now it's like, oh yeah, Austin, you go to, now who hasn't gone to Austin to play music, you know, mm-hmm. or to go listen to music, like in that way that you're trying to find new talent or whatever. Well, it's already there. It's oversaturated. Every block has their own little version of mm-hmm. 6th Street, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's one thing I really do like enjoy working with Flip and, and Randy is because, I mean, they're trying to bring that to West Texas. You know yeah. what I mean? Like everything is so far, you know, east or, you know, in Austin, whatever, whatever, whatever. But if you start, no one's really done that here yeah. in this town. And it's, you know? it's here. It just has yeah. to be, you know, promoted and made right. bigger, you know, just loved on a little yeah. bit. It, the scene's already here. If you look. If you look at where San Angelo was with live music, say, even five years back, you know, maybe closer than that, but our live music scene has grown exponentially. Right, we have, yes. you know, great venues, the downtown scene, you know, they're all catering now to musicians and one didn't bring in, you know, bigger acts and have the local guys open up for them. And that's one thing I love about Flip, yeah. you know, because he's talking to some of these bigger acts and putting on some of these bigger shows, and then the but he's scene. like, you know, you got to have my local boys on it, you, yeah. know, you can have my local kids on it, mm-hmm. you know. And that's that's amazing because, you know, sometimes getting on the shows are next to impossible. Right. You know, so it's good to have somebody out there who sees that and wants that. Yeah. You know? Where's your favorite venue here in San Angelo? Uh, I mean, all not, of them. All not, of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, exactly. that's great. Great, great answer. Yeah. Yes. That's a great, great answer. answer. But which one? <laughs> which one do you see the most booze? <laughs> all of them. He's like uh, my backyard. I got a real good imagination. <laughs> close my eyes. Right. That's, that's imagine how you them all keep, naked. Right. That's, that's how, how you cure it. your stage fright. Yeah. He's like, I picture all of them naked. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> no, which one do you? Which one do you enjoy the most? All of them. No, no. Okay. I'll tell you. For me, uh, stages, you know, I, I, I'm, whether I'm on like a big stage or a small stage, I'm mm-hmm. trying to perform like I'm in front of 50,000 people. Yeah. You know, that's one thing I learned when I was really, really young. Uh, an old guitar player used to be right here, Dan Calhoun, mm-hmm. came up to me. I was playing a Vagoda and he goes, man, you guys are tighter than the socks on a fat woman. Oh, I was ooh. like, man, he sat down and had some beers and he's like, man, one thing. You just always got to perform like you're in front of a million people, you know? Yeah. But there is a comfortability on stages. So when you're on a smaller stage, you're like, you know, I want to move around. But when you get on a bigger stage, especially if there's like a house sound there, stuff like Mm. that, makes it a lot easier. So, you know, I don't really like say I like this stage better than that. There are stages where I'm a little bit more comfortable on, but any stage, any opportunity I get, especially, you know, if the bar owners take a chance on me or, you know, let me play, you know, it's always a role. You never know who you're hiring. Yeah. So I just look at it like, hey, I'm just glad to be here. Well, I'm sure the comfortability, like you were saying, is different in, let's say, Blaine's. Not bashing Blaine's or nothing. That's a little small venue, right? A little small, small yeah. spot. So you can't really be as animated as you want to be or you, you have your little... You just turn it in circles. Yeah, exactly. right? That's it. You're right next to the guitar player and yeah, he ain't exactly. taking a shower in like three days. <laughs> right. And then let's say the river stage comparable, right? Yeah. Or you know, the, or or even at the old uh, the at the Concho Pearl. Yeah. Um that's a big stage too. Lots so of stage, yeah. you know, that comfort that, that goes into a lot. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Especially when you're presenting yourself and present you know, singing and everything like yeah. that. I'm sure. And and you know, with uh with some of my bands, it really kinda depends. You know, like Tequila Brothers, we're kind of small. We're a tight unit, you know, mm-hmm. so we can play those smaller stages a lot easier than, say, 12 Mile. You know, we're a five-piece band. We got a, There's a lot more of us on stage, and we carry a lot more equipment. We do lighting. There are a lot, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for us to play those smaller venues, even though I love the smaller venue owners. And, I, you know, I'm like, hey, yeah. you guys are great. We just, we're just not the right fit, you know. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, Can you imagine if you're I'm a bunda? He's like, I'm too big. Right. No, no, I know. That's when I told my ex girlfriend, I'm too big. Yeah, I'm too big for you, girl. She said, No, you're not. <laughs> you're the perfect size. <laughs> that is no. So, yeah, no, it is. It's every venue has their own, um, it's own vibe, you know. It's yeah, own, it's vibe. Own, yeah. It's, um, you know, but, uh, I guess you didn't name it the one that you really like. No, um, he's my living room. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, my living room. No, I mean the church. It's state. hard to name them. I mean, because yeah. I, yeah, I love all of them. Yeah, yeah. and I everyone, everyone's every <clears throat> venue brings their own special vibe as far exactly, as you yeah. know. So there's if you're looking for a more intimate, whatever you know, one on one with the crowd or whatever. I'm sure it's a smaller stage, something that you know you want a bigger group of people a bigger yeah. crowd i mean of course it's going to be a bigger stage so yeah and I you get never that. you know you never know what you're going to get there's been some stages i played that i've looked at it and i'm like this is gonna suck best show ever you know yeah, exactly um when i was younger we played in baytown uh with pagoda right and we get there pull in and we go to the venue and it's nothing but bikes out front nothing Damn but it. bikes <laughs> Like well, probably 150 bikes up front. Oh my goodness. And we were like, we got to pull our trailer in there. We're like, all right, don't knock over a bike. We pull our trailer in there. Walk in there. And it was like a scene from a movie. I'm holding both my guitars in hand. <laughs> you know, walk in there and, you know, all the smoke clears yeah. and everything. And it's all banditos. Oh, all of them, you know. And crazy. I'm like, kind of, you know, I'm young. I'm like 20, you know. Yeah. She's little a little bitty scrawny kid. And I'm like, I'm here with the band. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nerdy. Did you say, uh, <laughs> This is a little bit of something from Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> yeah. A little bit for the Rups. Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> Lubbock. No, I mean, but, you know, it was a super sketchy place. You know, you walk in there, you're like, oh, man, this, this could go sour. Yeah. Anyways, they show, show us to the stage, get us all set up, you know. Waitress comes over. She's got a block on her side, you know. Yeah. She's like, what kind of drinks are you guys drinking? Best show ever. Yeah. Coolest people, you know. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's just... You never know what you're Don't judge yeah. the book by itself. Exactly. Yeah. You never know what you're Did you want to almost ask for a beer and a dirty glass in that place? Like, I probably beer. did. They probably like the glass the lipstick on. In, a, in a dirty glass. <laughs> I got offered a lot of drugs that day. Yeah? Well, that's, yeah. That's I didn't take all Advil. of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, this one has a back pain. <laughs> exactly. This makes it go away <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> okay. This one here just takes you out of this world. This one you can fly. <laughs> <laughs> what you need, boy? <laughs> so Baytown, that was quite yeah, that a is, trip. Yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah, yeah, for for I, a little band. You know, of course, you were on your way up with that band too, right? Yeah, yeah, we were. And you know, it's crazy. People once they like like you, you know, they're like, yeah, we'll get you guys down here. You know, we'll figure it out. You know, yeah. So you just again finding the right people, yeah. people to talk to you, talk about you, or you know, you never know who they're going to talk to, who they know. You know, they may have a rich uncle. Do you yeah. always get paid. In, you always get paid in free beer or free hotel. Sometimes. I mean, yeah, I try to get paid in cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, try. Like, I try to get paid in cash. <laughs> that kind of works. Again, yeah. we, you know, it's, there's a lot of expenses that go into it. So yeah, we, of you know, yeah. Sometimes, you know, um, when people ask us what our rate rates are, and we give them numbers, yeah, they're like, "Wow, we we can't afford that." And I'm like, "Well, I'm sorry, you know, that's just what we do, you know." Yeah. But it's not that I'm trying to say, you know, we're too good to play for anything, but. At the end of the day, you know, when we're purchasing inner monitor setup that's yeah. say two thousand dollars, you know, right. we gotta pay for that. You know? gotta pay to get yeah. there. You yeah, exactly. Get, you know, you, you have a band about five, right? You know, mm-hmm. just depending on which band, um, and they have the they have bills yeah. too. Bills, you know, so, yeah. yeah. The wear and tear on the vehicle, you know, yeah. and everything exactly. loading in, loading out. It's a lot yeah. of work. Staying and the rehearsals, late, you know? and if you can't stay the night, you have to go back. Gotta go drive back. Yeah. We've done that. Yeah. We play in Fredericksburg all the time at this place, Crowded Crossroads. And the rooms are just stupid expensive yeah, exactly. there. So we're like, 
we get in there, we play, get paid, we drive Believe, back. Now. Yeah, yeah, and drive back. Forget yeah, that. it is. It is. It's um, it's one of those um. You just have to love the lifestyle of yeah. being a musician to actually, you know, enjoy it. Because yeah. if you don't enjoy it, then that's not the yeah. probably what you want to be. It's a lot do. of work. Yeah, it is yeah. a lot of work. It's a lot it's, of work. It's a, it's a, it's job. a lot of fun. It becomes a job. But it's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. But uh, again, I mean, we see like four titties a day. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is the show's title as well. <laughs> four titties a day. Titties a beer. Featuring Charles Titties a beer. Titties a beer. That's the name of this episode. No, but uh, um, I mean, I mean, right now it's life. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, you're de- you're definitely in it. You're you're playing it. You're doing it. And that's that's. The, I'm very blessed, man. I, yeah, I, I always look at it like, man, I, people would kill to be in some of the situations yeah. I've been in or play some of the stages I've been in. So I always look at it as a blessing. Yeah, you know? I never, I never try to take it for granted. I'll never walk by a jam session and not pick up guitar and jam with you know whoever it is just trying to jam you know what i mean yeah i see that a lot of times um some some musicians and i won't name names but some musicians kind of get in their head about their stuff you yeah. know kind of get that big head and yeah. no i won't do that you know no yeah. i'll play you know i'm here to have some fun you know i'm here to yeah. jam and you know get to know people and you just never know who you're gonna sit next to you know and people won't forget ever forget that yeah. that type of attitude that you have and um won't forget your humbleness of being you know first a musician first yeah. rather than an artist as far as a professional artist mm-hmm. or someone that's out there that's you know getting paid for doing doing exactly too so that's um very, very respectable as far as you know your humbleness and you know just talking to whoever talking to the yeah. back of the house podcast yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. i know i know why would you even come here <laughs> this is where you made it big time bro hey bro you <laughs> no. promised me <laughs> I, I did i did hey, bro, i was drunk no, I was <laughs> but he was all like i had to remind him i was like hey dude no <laughs> he's yeah, like, yeah. he like, i don't remember and i was like oh remember yeah yeah, yeah we, we talked about yeah. Is that the radio station? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no. Going? no, it's a little shack in the back of my yeah. house. Like, like, we're growing, we're yeah. growing, right? right. There's an air conditioner. I'm like, <laughs> 33 episodes now, Charles. What do you think about us now? No, right. What's um? What it's one of your um musical regrets that you have? Regrets selling guitars that I wish I never sold. <laughs> Which one's your favorite? Or guitar? Pawning guitars I wish yeah. I never pawned. Um. Man, it, I, I never. I, I always try to take lessons in life. I don't. I never yeah, look course. at life and say it's a regret because I learned something. Yeah. You know? Just like with you know relationships, you know, you, sometimes they don't work out, but you learn something. And you go to your next one. You know, for real. And you, yeah, you, I've you heard grow some, from it. You know, so I don't ever look at anything in life as a regret. Yeah, I've heard someone say that. Um, <clears throat> why Why are we scared of making mistakes when we can learn from them? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do Make you yourself Daniel? better. Yeah, that was me. No, no. <laughs> you said that. Did you say that? I got a tattoo right here. Look at my all my mistakes. <laughs> all my mistakes. <laughs> I know this is how Daniel's actually learning not to. You know, he's he's like you already been through a divorce. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> it's cheaper to uh, keep her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, actually, it was actually less, you know, I'm actually saving money. So I'm I'm pretty blessed. Hashtag blessed. No. What was your favorite guitar that you kind of parted with? uh, Man, probably my first guitar. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I never got rid of it. Um, It was just, I think it was a 19... 70 maybe 73 gibson les paul oh my goodness oh, yeah and it and i say it's my first guitar my first real guitar because yeah, yeah. when i was real young uh i had a, a one string guitar and i would just kind of play around it when i was like 10 or whatever yeah but my first actual real guitar that i got saved up you wow. know les paul beautiful guitar 
played the dog out of it, played the yeah. dog out of it, and then got hard up for money one time, you know? Yeah. Bills got to get paid, got to make Cocaine's ends meet. Trip. No. <laughs> yeah. Cocaine's a trip. Yeah. Cocaine's a trip. are expensive, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, you yeah, know, I, I had to get rid of it, man. And, yeah, that's crazy. But, I mean, that happens. I yeah. think that, that comes with being a musician, unfortunately. We're not the best paid, you know? Right. So, it, you know, and I've gone through times in my life where it's like, uh, got to make sure that the rent's paid, you know? Yeah. Got to have a plus, place to live, you know? Wow, that last ball, what color was it? Uh, it was sunburst. Sunburst. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. The Mexican yeah. color. Yeah. Was it? Was yeah, it was. everything that sunburst, like anything like sunburnt orange, you know, greens, like really off colors. You show that to a Mexican color, you show that to a Mexican, he's going to buy it for real. <laughs> I think the guy who bought it was Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The one that stole it. A true car salesman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm just saying, hey, I got a lot of... You don't like this black one. I'm going to yeah. tell you already. Let yeah. me get you but the sunburst. It, but if it's tuxedo black, if it's got that pearl in it, yeah. it's cha-ching. I know, that's it. That's it. <laughs> But if you if it look, if it's that Texas you know sunburnt orange color, psh, done. Uh, like you show that to a Mexican with a good belt and matching boots and good credit, done. And good credit. No, because the ones that they got matching belt and boots, they yeah. got good credit. Yeah, exactly. So, or, yeah, yeah. So I, that's or what, cash. Yeah, or cash. Or cash under the table. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you learn something. You learn something every that's, day. Hey, it's, it just comes. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> Y'all did it in sync. Yeah, we did. We do that. that. We do that. We do that often. We do that often. Often. Yeah. Oh, that. What other instruments do you know how to play? Well, uh, guitar is my main instrument, uh, but I started on bass. Like I said, I was a orc dork. Cool. So I started on clef bass. I played bass. Um, I can mess around a little bit on the keys. Not really anything special. Yeah. Um, but recently, I've picked up drums, and I drum for Chile F. So I drum for now. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You know? Which one do you prefer? Uh, outside of the guitar, I love good. I love I love playing drums. I mean, I guess I love playing drums because I get to beat on stuff. You yeah, know? I don't mm. know if you ever beat on something. It's fun. I <laughs> always never, never <laughs> at least your twice, lady, twice know, a day. Never beat on my old lady before. <laughs> it's it's fun. I'm joking. No, it's it's new for me. And not you know, I've always kind of messed around on drums, but I really never tried to like learn how to play them. Yeah. So you know, when COVID hit, I had a drum set at the house and I was bored, and you know, I'm like. No, I'm going to sit down and teach myself actually how to play these things, you know? And luckily, I've had some really good people that I've played drums with, you know, yeah. gave me some good pointers, helped yeah. me out, get them tuned up, get them set up nice. Started playing and taught myself a couple songs. And I was like, okay, I feel pretty good about this. And then I saw that Chili F was looking for a drummer. And I messaged him. I was like, I'm not a drummer per se, but I, own a, drum, beat stuff. I own a drum set. Yeah. That's 90% of the yeah. battle. Yeah. <laughs> it sure is. He's like, I played it once or twice. Right. <laughs> they were like, you're in. You own a drum set? <laughs> yeah. Now I went and auditioned and jammed them. They were like, dude, you're the best drummer that's auditioned so far. And I was like, wow, there must be some really crappy drummers <laughs> around here. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not that good. Or they didn't bring drums. Yeah, exactly. They didn't bring drums. <laughs> they brought some buckets. <laughs> no. They just sat there and they're clapping. Blue, blue yeah. man crew there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you just like playing the basic. That's great. That's great, man. You're that's in. Good. Yeah. But that's One, only that's only two, three, four. Man, you got it. <laughs> that's all we need. He's in. That's no, but my my main main instrument will probably always be guitar. Yeah, just because cool. that's what I'm good at. You know, I've been playing it all my life. So, who were your musical influences growing up? All of them. All of them. All of them. Oh, here no. we go. No, he's <laughs> all of them. Okay. All of them. I can't get any straight <laughs> answer. Selena. He's Selena. Like <laughs> no, uh, I, I was. Big into uh, Sublime. Growing oh, up. yeah. I love Sublime. You do kind of have, like, you do, every time I hear a song, I kind of, 
not not every song you play, but I could tell like they kind of got an influence on your music yeah. still to this day because yeah. you still catch that one little riff that that's still kind of like sublimish. I don't even know how to say it, but we were talking about like uh, that you but when you bought the CD, yeah, I bought a, like a forty ounces, forty, 40 ounce of freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah I found it at the flea market. Oh, that's the CD. best. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, you do kind of have like that. I do hear it. I do oh, hear cool. it. That's cool, man. That is, yeah. You know, and again, uh, that was. What we, I mean, it was just what we would do. You know, we'd get high and, and put on some line, you know, yeah. and get high again, you know. Yeah. There it is, man. 40 ounces yeah. of freedom. Yeah, That's I found it a at a flea market that, um, Come one dollar, one dollar. One dollar. in the morning. One. Two joints tonight. Yeah. One dollar. One dollar. Yeah, this is such a good album. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but I mean, I listen to everything, you know. My dad, big into music, super big into music, so... But he listened. I mean, he listened to everything, so yeah. I heard it all. You yeah. know, from super heavy rock to crap, well, orchestra, country rap, uh-huh. <laughs> which I'm not into. Dad, I'm sorry for saying this. You country listen, rap, country you listen rap. to Colt Ford is not that Troy. cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, um, just listen to everything, man. And and I don't know. I've never really like listen to something and been like, oh, I hate this. You yeah. Know? I can get, I can get something out of it. There's yeah. something, some kind of the, uh, rhythm or something that you can find yeah, that you're yeah. like, Oh man, That's I like cool. that. I and also this. I try to look at like the production side, you know, what, you know, what it yeah. took to make it. And wow. Things like that, you know, that deep. Yeah. No, I, I've told these guys before is I, I love all types of music. I'm always looking at the, be- the, the CD liner and who's a producer, who's a guest um, artist. Like, well, the producers, those are the guys who really, if you think about like Hendrix or Zeppelin or, you know, the Beatles or any of those guys, they were all pushed to make different types of music and, and, and pushed into different directions by producers. Yeah. You know, the producers were the ones sitting down saying, all right, you're cool. But keep going, keep going, keep digging. You, you know, we're going to, yeah. and the engineering people, you know, setting up the mics and running the chords and doing all that stuff. And that's a yeah. lot of work. And you got to know what you're doing. You right. got to know what you're doing. You got to put in time. There's this one guy, he's really famous. Um, He's, he's just out of, he doesn't look like the guy that's going to be the mastermind behind music. And he's worked with everyone as far as, you know, like Jay-Z, then some rock groups. And oh, you're a, talking about, what is his name? Um, big Beard. Yeah, Big Beard, uh, Long Hair. I should know this. Yeah. I should know this. I'm going to Google him. Yeah. No, he's worked with everyone. everybody. And you're like. Johnny Cash, when uh, Johnny Cash yeah. got dropped from his label, worked with him. And, and Johnny Cash always said he wanted to record just him and a guitar. Yeah. And he was like, let's do it. And he set up a mic in his living room and recorded a whole album yeah. with him. And it was like one of his top selling albums. I don't know, but I've seen a documentary of how he's just everyone. I think even he produced a Tupac Rick song. Rubin. Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. Yeah. He's even produced Tupac. Yeah. yeah. He's produced um, a lot of these artists. Everybody. Just everybody. everybody. Not, not specifically. Wasn't a, he, didn't he do something with Easy e also? Oh, yeah. Easy yeah. 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 Everybody. Every, he's touched everybody. everybody. It's crazy that you to think about um, music, the crossroads that has become right there. Um, is his house or his studio uh, for music in, in the history of music right i there. believe he recorded blood, blood sugar sex magic by the chili peppers wow and that that is one of the best like i just an amazing album top to bottom yeah. that's again that was the era when albums you had yeah, you know it was front to back you know yeah oh the other person i think of is david geffen 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's just been involved with music everywhere. And so, I mean, even this, or the Nirvana, um, I, I found a Nirvana CD that, yeah, nobody buys CDs no, anymore. No, so, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Up, uh, I'm going over everywhere, all the flea markets, picking them up, looking at them. As long as they're the 90s. That's, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's what I'm yeah. getting. We got so much. We get, or he's got, I yeah. say we, but yeah. it's know. all of ours. <laughs> it's all of ours. <laughs> it just you stays can borrow it, just don't scratch it up. It just stays at my house. Yeah. Exactly. But no, yeah, I just, looking to david geffen he's been involved with so many acts i mean from nirvana to uh, the foo fighter you know everything and not just that genre every different genre yeah, it goes yeah. and now he's one of the most famous music music producers i guess in in all of music david geffen and there's a lot of those people behind the scenes that really don't get a lot of the accolades you know yeah. it's always the artist which is cool you know and i i can see it but also Man, the artist wouldn't be nothing without those people. You yeah. Know? And that's the way I look at it. So when I listen to a song that I don't really like, I'm like, somebody put in some time. Somebody yeah. Right. Put in some work. Yeah. You know, so I try to respect the song and respect Oh, yeah. It. Somebody wrote it down. Someone yeah. took some time. Exactly. I've, I have that same mentality. The other thing is I'm not really big into is looking at the, like like I said, the producers who made the music, who made the song, um, such as, uh, let's say, like a DJ behind the, the scene. Mm-hmm. Like DJ Quick made a lot of music for whoever and DJ Cannon, yeah, that was right? <laughs> I know, but just putting all the beats together, I mean, yeah. that's Timberland. I mean, yeah. he wasn't necessarily ever a rapper or musician. It's been a long time, yeah. yeah. Shouldn't be. Yeah, he made did <laughs> but one he out, but how many yeah, that's beats and how many um, productions he? Oh yeah, he's on everything, and he's just everything. amazing, and yeah. just I've always uh, admired that part of the industry because that's I mean. That's what a lot of times inspires, mm-hmm. you know, inspires the greatest songs, you know, said so they have some, some, whatever that was, let's do it, you know, keep yeah. on. Yeah. They capture that and they have good ears, you know, and they capture it and they keep pushing the artists and keep making them, you know, Hey, let's do this, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's great to see. Well, it's great to see those documentaries where they actually captured it on camera. And you're like, Correct. Oh my God, yeah. that's oh, so yeah. cool. The, um, like, yeah, the story behind the album, yeah, um, yeah. I love just those. like the great story behind uh, the Fleetwood Mac album, mm-hmm. um, Rumors, rumors, rumors. Uh, uh, yeah. The rumors album has a great story behind it too. All the songs that were all written didn't it and, almost not get released. Yeah, something like that. Exactly, yeah. not got released, and they were all bickering. I, I think at one point um, they wrote songs about each other. Yeah, and like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just one of those crazy things that the history behind albums is crazy. Yeah. I love to hear that. I love to hear yeah. those and documentaries. It, yeah, the you ever seen? Uh, was it Sound City? Sin City? Sound City. Oh, Sound, Sound City. City. That's oh, a great documentary if you've never seen it. Oh, it was wow. so good. Sound to watch City. It. Yeah, it's on, it's on uh, Netflix. Okay. Yeah, you should check it out. But it, it really gives a lot of, like, in-depth, behind-the-scenes, what was happening, yeah. you know, and the guys who recorded songs you didn't even know they recorded, you know? And you're like, what? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I saw a documentary with, um, it was not necessarily the Beatles and all of them, but it was um, Paul McCartney. They were going around to like his the first pub that they play at, and you know, and then I think eventually he did an, a a performance there. Yeah, you know, uh, I saw back. that on yeah. uh, what was that? It's like on Amazon Prime or something like that. But. Well, the guy he did it with, um, he's a talk show host. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was a talk show host. I don't remember. Oh, James Corden. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but hmm. the, I think there was another one that I saw. Oh okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but you're right. He did the late something late like that. Yeah, yeah, late, okay. yeah, yeah. And so they went around and looking. It went to like his, his one of the. His house. Like his, his house, his boyhood house, yeah. and 
you know, looking in the, you know, where they're recording the restroom and just imagine just all that, the history. I just love music history. history. Yeah, it's so good. I'm a history person in general, but music history is cool. Really awesome. It always gets me. I mean, I'll get stuck on documentaries. Yeah. 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 And I'll rewatch them. I've seen the Eagles documentary probably about four or five times. (laughs) And they they finally took it off of Netflix. And I'm like, why? I want to watch it again. Have you seen the ZZ Top one? Yeah. Dude, that one's cool. That's really good. That one is really good. I mean, honestly, like. If you go on YouTube, there's a lot of them on yeah. there. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. Like I, I watched the Total one. Yeah. And the, uh, I've seen the Rolling Stones one. Uh, there's a Rolling Stones uh, documentary on Amazon Prime, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. and then they, they mix that documentary in with a live performance in, in England. And That's so awesome. pretty cool. Man, it's crazy how, how they're still performing after all these years. Right. And you don't really, like, the Rolling Stones have been around for a while. Yeah, long, a long, long time. time. They're my mama's favorite band. Exactly. <laughs> and my grandma's favorite and my band. Grandma. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, yeah, I just I love history, uh, the music history behind everything because everything has a story. Yeah. And and I'm sure you know you you enjoy telling your story as far as how exactly. your yeah. your um your process of going from you know maybe just a orchestra guy and or dork you can say you can say can I say, can say, say or, can or, 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 just look me in the eyes when you say <laughs> right now, I would look down do you uh, <laughs> no do you have like a song that you really geek out about like every time that you hear it you're just like that is my fucking 46 song. and 2 by Tool really it's just so it's such yeah. a cool song yeah and you just get all excited yeah it's just I mean I'm, I'm again I'm, I listen to everything but I'm a right. big Tool fan as well you yeah know, so it's that was, I mean, again, we were getting high in the room and it'd come on and we're like, da, 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 da. yeah, it was, it was trippy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This song is so cool. Do you see the lights too? Yeah. Uh, what they got? They're like, we're in the dark. You're like me. I like to listen to the different instruments or different sounds that are going on in the song. And I think it all started. I think I remember the first song that I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many different instruments in this song. It was a CMC Music Factory uh, song. Oh my God. Uh, I don't know if I remember the song, but there's just so many different instruments that I'm like, oh my God, this is music. This, I think that's when I first woke up. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, but yeah, it was just so many. Ding, 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 ding. You know, just like yeah, I'm like, yeah. wow. And I think that really opened up my eyes to. Music. I remember the first song. I remember learning the lyrics to was Genesis. I can't dance. I can't dance. Oh, I can't, can't sing. Only thing about me is the way I walk. And that music video. I mean, I remember being a little Dude. kid and just like. Learning all the dance and their stupid dance moves, you know, but still, like that song had me, and I learned yeah. every one of the lyrics. Dude, that's this. awesome. Yeah, I still cool. remember that. Yeah, yeah. So that that was that that pretty much your uh, uh, most um, earliest music memory. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I would have to say listening to yeah. that, and that's what kind of opened your eyes to it. That's a good one. I, and I, yeah. you know, when I was really young, I always sang. I sang everything. My yeah. mom always told me, "You're always singing everything that comes on." And yeah. It just kind of. I just like music, you know, yeah. it's just kind of in me. Who's your most underrated artist? Like, you're like, man, that guy does not get enough credit. Uh, Alter Bridge. So, do you know who Alter Bridge is? I did not. Okay, so. Already uh, underrated. No, when, <laughs> he, you ever heard he of the band? Underrated. You ever heard of the band Creed? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, well, when Creed broke up, uh, the guitar player Mark Tremonti formed a band with Miles Kennedy called Alter Bridge. And Mark Tremonti is, he's probably one of my favorite, I don't want to say all time, but one of my favorite guitar players. He's stupid, ridiculous. He's so, so good. And Miles Kennedy can sing so good. There's an album called Blackbird. 
And that's one of those albums you can listen to from front to back. The production on it is beautiful. The it's just it's an amazing song. I mean, all the songwriting is amazing. It's just an amazing album. It's so good. They're so uh-huh. underrated. That album's so underrated. Yeah. Dude, that's uh, I'm gonna have to go listen to that now. And what it's, was the song again? What was the album or the? It's uh, called Blackbird. Blackbird. Uh, Blackbird. Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge is the name of the, the band. I think they're super underrated. Cool. So. And and they're recently right now. Like you can go. Yeah, they. I mean, they. They. Spotify. They're still, yeah, they're still releasing like music. Uh, Blackbirds. That that album's a little dated, mm-hmm. but again, they had issues with their management team and their um, record label and everything, and so that album really didn't get put and promoted the way it should have right i got a hold of it and i was like this is so <laughs> amazing good. yeah so good and i was already a march money fan even you oh, know okay. just everybody you know you're like he's a guitar player from creed you know you're like because they were never really known for like super hard guitar riffs right. it was most mostly kind of cheesy stuff but um man he is <laughs> he's he's beast man he, he plays he? guitar like crazy man I'm, I'm like super jealous i've not heard about this guy yet yeah, march yeah. Right. oh i guess i don't really get in that but that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that, that is good. I mean, there's so many out there, right? I yeah. Mean, you yeah, can always. So much out there. And I love music, how one song can take you back to one place. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like, like, oh, I remember that song. Yeah. You know, that's something I told my I daughter. that girl. Yeah. <laughs> that's something I told my girl. I like my daughter. I told her, I was like, man, if you ever listen to music, just remember where you are. Just live in it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that whenever you go like 20 years from now, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're gonna remember that one place where you heard that song and and stuff like that. But right now she's on a Selena trip. Oh, that's the best uh, trip to be yeah, on. Yeah, Selena Gomez. You no, know, <laughs> I got mad at her for saying right. that one time. I was like, that's that was one of the uh, that was one of the earliest stories where I told her I was like, homework. You will never. I was like, I was like, do you know who Selena is? And she's like, Selena Gomez. I was like, oh no, I'm doing. I'm parenting. Go sit wrong. in your room. Go yeah, sit in your room. That's exactly what I did. I had her go sit down in my in her room, and I had her go listen to Selena. You think about what you just, yeah. you just think about. It. I was like, you just messed up, girl. You better learn you to wash up, a. I'm going to learn you something. I'm going to learn you something right here. <laughs> you learned today, boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that was like one of her earliest times I like try to, you know, like really like get her, you know, like I was like, man. So I give them, I give my kids homework. Really. I go tell them to say, hey, go for this whole week. I want you to listen to 80s bands, you know. That's awesome. Uh, next following week, you know, go listen to the 70s, you know, go listen to these A, B, and C, D bands and then. Tell me what you think about them, and then kind of branch yourself off of that. So she's really adapted really well to it, and she's really starting to like a lot of. She's a big Queen fan. Like oh yeah, she loves Queen. That's like, awesome. but she knows like all the like the songs like even the underground songs that are not like, like the popular, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's like that's where I was like, I'm very proud of you. That's you know? awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah, if I ever have kids there, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the dad. Be like, you need to listen to this. Yeah, this will change your life. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you the dad that tells him to start downloading on LimeWire and start burning <laughs> oh, the LimeWire? Yeah, yeah. that was like, burn a CD. This CD. Yeah. Like, I'll dad, be- what does burning a CD mean? Yeah. Like, Don't worry oh about my it. God. Yeah. <laughs> you like CDs? <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead. CDs. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Dad. We always leave it for Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So what? What's um? Where was your first place that you uh, performed at? Right. You know, getting started. The very first plan that you, well, you got paid for. It. Well, I think we got paid. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> and beer. It's and funny. It was the Lone Wolf Pub. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, again, we were playing with Bogota. And at that time, we uh, had a lead guitar player. He was gunnery sergeant here for the Marines. And he knew a guy, get us in there. And we went in there and played. 
Um, that's the first time I ever played with my band. First time I ever been on stage was in Blaine's Pub. I used to be a sound tech for a Texas country band called The Strays, and they were playing there. And me and Jerry were rehearsing there at the uh, at the their, their rehearsal space, and they were, hey, we all stand outside of the bar, have your guitars. We're gonna send somebody out there and gonna grab you guys. Y'all walk in, jump up, play one song, then you gotta go because we were young. I mean, we were yeah, young, you know, yeah. super young. You know, that's still didn't have peach fuzz. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like they had pelitos. Yeah. yeah, and that's back when like Blaine's was. Cra- I mean, Blaine's is always gonna be crazy, yeah. but man, it was nuts. You know, we wow. we went in there and those girls just went wild. And me and my buddy Jerry were like, "Oh my god, this is what it's like to be a musician. <laughs> this is the best ever." <laughs> been- you know, I walk into Blaine's and I feel the nostalgia in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, there's just so much rich history and there's so much country stars that have walked in that place yeah. um man i've I, every time i walk in there i get like i get in awe still you know i don't go in there often but when i do i'm not like um i'm always look at the walls you know because yeah, you're great. always finding that one new picture of a will and nelson up there you're finding yeah. you know the you know oh, george straits you yeah. know stuff like that so it's really neat to see i was lucky enough to be able to hang out with blaine martin you know because obviously yeah. he passed uh-huh. but i remember and i'm not going to say it's the first taste of alcohol i ever had but i remember it was the first shot i ever uh-huh. did we were in there i was underage it was after hours we were there because i was running sound for the band i was doing stuff like that i was just loading their stuff yeah. out whatever he pulls us in there he's like hey what do you drink i was like well, i don't i mean i don't Pepsi. Give him a shot. Like <laughs> whatever's free. <laughs> said Pepsi. <laughs> Give him a shot. And I was like, no, I'm fine. You gonna take the shot? I'm like, okay. Whatever you say, Mr. Martin. Whatever you say, Mr. Martin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So he was super and man, he, he really loved music. That was, you know, one of the people I, I actually got to know, you know, and he was just all about music, you know. Some of the bar owners that I've ran into, not all of them, but some of them are more about numbers. What are you bringing me? How many people are you going to bring? You know? And he's like, no, I love your music. I love what you guys do. I love the way you sound, you know? Yeah. So he was such, he was such like a musician's owner. You know, he just loved musicians and he loved people who made music and he was trying to make the best music venue he could, you yeah. know, get people in. And that's why it's a staple. Yeah. You know, that's why a lot of people say, have you played Blaine's yet? You know? Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the very few bands I went to go watch that I didn't, it was an accident that I walked in on them, oh. um, that I walked in there and I didn't, I was like, they were like, there's a cover charge. And I was like, fuck, well, I'm already here. I guess I'm going to go ahead and pay a cover charge. But a band called the Crooks played there and they're like a country hillbilly rock, uh, rockabilly band. And they had an accordion and a trumpet. And so it was like kind of text. Dang. It was like, text. like, what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. That's what happened, man. I kind of was like, what in the piss? And that's kind of, uh, for me, that's kind of what started out the um, the, the local, not, not necessarily like the big band, but I started really paying attention to the smaller, you know, not well, the guys that are out there hustling. Right. Those exactly. are the best guys. Yeah. Man. And then, yeah. so whenever I heard these guys play, I was just like, I was instant, like a, like a freaking fan. And I was like part of their fan club and, and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that, and that takes it back to like what I'm trying to do, you know, with music is doing that, you know, having somebody walk into a club and watch us play, watch us perform and be like, man, you guys are great, you know, and follow us and, you know, download our music or, you know, be a fan on our Facebook page, buy a t-shirt, you know, (laughs) and, 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 you know, that's really kind of, yeah, at the end of the day, it's why I do it, you know, is to make people happy, you know, 
because you had a shitty day. You just want to come in and have a drink, you know, whatever. And now you're having the best time of your life, you know, and yeah. you're seeing four boobs. Yeah. It's the best time, you know. <laughs> yeah. why, did, why did I think that too? Yeah. I thought of that. <laughs> did you see a titty with the cricks? I, 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 I was like kind of just in awe. Like I was just like, holy shit. But you know what really got me was just like the, the accordion. The, yeah, it oh, was yeah. the accordion. It, it really was. Mexican. I know. I was all like, I was like, what in the piss is going on here? But they kind of had like this one song that kind of started off like Kill Bill, like with the whistling, the whistle, Uh, you know, and that was, I was like, is this Kill Bill? And then it wasn't, they, they they did it a little differently, but, uh, um, they played this one, uh, song called my dog and my truck, something like that. And it was just, and it just, I was like, what? Obviously. Yeah. (laughs) My dog and my truck. Have you ever heard uh, Parked Out by the Lake? Yeah. You never heard Parked Out? Yeah, I got to look that one up. Let's look it up right now. It's hilarious. Parked Out by the Lake is so funny because it's it's really kind of making fun of like how songs, you know, Uh kind of generic or country songs. And the whole time he just says, Parked Out by the Lake. (laughs) He never changes the lyric ever. Parked Out by the Lake next to Santa Fe and it's that old lake and it's it's so funny. And it's Granger Smith, I believe, who did it. Granger Granger Smith. Yeah, he does that. Parked Out by the Lake. Let's listen to that. Still parked out by the lake 80 miles from Santa Fe And I'm sitting here just parked out by the lake If you're wondering where I parked I'm out parked by the lake It's the lake that's 80 miles from Santa Fe And I'm parked out by the Oh man, that was pretty that was cool. cool. I enjoyed that one. That was so good. That was, that was amazing. Man, so funny, right? That's gonna be awesome. But uh, yeah, man, that's that's so cool. What's the biggest venue you've ever played? Uh, when I was playing with Funky Monkey, we had to go down to San Antonio, and that's when I played in front of almost ten thousand people. Wow. We played the um, what is that big Dallas Festival? They oh had yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fan, fan, fan uh, fanfare. Fan yeah, we played fanfare, and it was cool. crazy. Yeah, and man, I you know. I didn't really know that music, you yeah, know, the stuff yeah. we were doing. And, uh, you know, Casey Savala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I played with her and of course she has six Grammys and all yeah, that stuff. Course, she's yeah. phenomenal, you know, but she's so cool. She's so humble. Yeah. You know, you're, you're like, man, I figure you're going to be kind of, yeah, you yes, know, yeah. but man, we had so much fun. It was such a cool experience. And then we had to go play one of the little bars downtown or whatever cool. after that, you know, and get everybody dancing and have fun. But yeah, that's probably one of the biggest venues. I mean, I've done. When I was playing with Bogota, we opened up for Papa Roach and we opened Sweet. up for uh, Tantric, cool. did some stuff yeah. like that. But again, you know, we just opened up with 12 Mile for Pat Green, you know, yeah. that was a big stage too, and big venue, you know, so. Wow. But we're looking to do bigger stuff, you know, and not saying we're ever going to do it, but I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try. Yeah, put well, it out there in the universe. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> well, one of the things I really do, like, um, I, I saw your show at the at whiskey river okay and uh i was i didn't know that you guys were playing actually that night and and so i my biggest deal is i hate fucking paying at the door you know what i mean <laughs> that's so, my money you know, yeah i know i know, I know right? you hate giving me I money is that what you're no, saying yeah yeah don't well, you know I me hate, i'm a famous podcast because i didn't know i didn't know i didn't know who was playing i didn't know nothing it was just kind of like a surprise i was like fuck man so anyways i walk in there and i'm like who's even playing and then like oh 12 months i was like oh 
know this oh, shit. guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, uh, Let me go my, call him so you yeah. can get in for free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, Why am I not on the list, bro? I was like, hey, the back door. The back door. There's no back door. <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me bring something in yeah. for you. <laughs> but yeah, man, I was like, oh, shoot. So that was kind of a treat. And then one of the things I kind of remember uh, about that night was just that um, there was like a time that, that you guys were like switching songs. Like you guys were like, I don't know, like towards the end of the night where you were singing more, uh, like a little the bit. Like they yeah, wanted, yeah. They wanted you to sing a little bit, and you were kind of like, nah, man. Like, I, nah, let's just keep it back on, you yeah, know, yeah. on the, the, what's his name? Uh, Bo. Bo, yeah. yeah. And then so uh, that was kind of one of the things I was laughing about. I was like, dude, this guy is like phenomenal, and this guy doesn't even want to sing right now. Like, he's like, <laughs> no, I'm about the band, you know? I'm not right. a one man. Right. I'm not the it's one. Not, this not my show. <laughs> yeah, it's ours. It's our show. And that was a very yeah, humbling show. Yeah, 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 I was like, man you know and and, you know with with like tequila brothers that's my thing you know that's that's where i do and i try not to you know make it to where i'm doing the same thing with every show i want it to be different if you come see me with 12 miles it's gonna be a completely different show yeah you come see me tequila brothers it's gonna be a completely different show but you know some of those songs that people do like you know the big popular songs you kind of have to do that song in both bands you know but i try not to do that so you know when they ask me to do Say they saw me with Tequila Brothers, like, hey, can you play a, 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 what is it, a Sublime song or whatever? Yeah. They're always asking me to do this or that. And I'm like, that's that's a different band, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's a different time. That's for a different place, you know? Like, <laughs> I try to keep that separate, you know? So, and, and it's also, you know, the way I play with Tequila Brothers is different than the way that I play with 12 Mile, you know? Mm. We have completely different chemistry, yeah. you know? So, yeah. it's kind of hard for me to pull out some of the songs I did with Tequila Brothers because we do them you know those musicians never done those songs yeah, before exactly. so it's, it's a different vibe you know so yeah i, I run into that a lot that's a main song. thing right that's <laughs> yeah. a that's a kind of important yeah <laughs> that they need to know how they to need to know how to play it <laughs> yeah exactly. they need for it to sound good right yeah. just but follow me guys <laughs> it's good to keep it separate though because yeah. we each have kind of a different fan base yeah i've been lucky enough that a lot of people do come see me no matter what i'm doing you yeah. know which is really cool and then keep continue to do that people <laughs> please please continue to and do that. pay the door fee. pay, pay the door fee yeah <laughs> it was just like, it was just caught me off guard but i was the like the door fee Fuck. does go just so you guys know the door fee normally goes to the band if you're ever yeah. paying a door fee it does go to the band so even if you don't like the band nine times out of ten you're supporting them and you know yeah. you're supporting their gas and their merch sales and you know all yeah. the stuff that that the work they're putting in so yeah and ten dollars at the end of the day you know you look at 10 bucks man you spend ten dollars on a cup yeah. of coffee or yeah. you know this and or that margarita dang those yeah. things are expensive yeah. over there. <laughs> and then sometimes man you do run into a band and you may not like them but maybe it's off night for them you yeah know? maybe you know they're they just came off a, a tiring show or whatever and or they had a blowout with the bar manager or you just never know and they just want don't want to be there so i've I've unfortunately been in those shoes before, so and I always look at it. And I, I've, you know, sometimes I don't want to pay the door charge, and I'm like, hey, you know me, <laughs> but I always do just because I know it goes to the band. I mean, we don't take into consideration too. You know, maybe that band has been the night before somewhere else and yeah. just just got here, yeah, exactly. traveled, and you know, you know, like you said, we may have a bad hadn't night, even, yeah, hadn't warmed up, yeah, yeah exactly. Or, or maybe one of those players quit and they got somebody selling and they don't know the songs, but they they got to do the show because right. they contracted to do it. You know, we yeah. got to get it done. I've been in that situation before. That, I bet you that's tough. It is. I, I've I've gotten calls for bands coming into town, uh-huh. and they need a lead guitar player. They'll send me forty songs the night before. Dang! And I'm like, there's. I'm not gonna know all these songs lick from lick. Let's just go though. You know, yeah, call out the keys. Deep, but they're they're deep, they're, deep, they're they're contracted. Deep, deep, deep. 
Yeah. You know, they have they have to play. They have to put on yeah. some sort of show. So that's always tough, too. Wow. You just never know what's going on. So I try to support, you know. But I'm not going to say there's not crappy bands because there are crappy bands. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But support them. But, yeah, yeah. support them. Either yeah. way. They're out there hustling. <laughs> right. They're doing the thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's the um, future of St. Angel's, uh, you know, live music scene, do you think? Uh, I mean, I think the future is just, like, people like Logan Daniels. You know who Logan Daniels is? No. Okay, so Logan Daniels, he's uh, about, I think, 13 or 14. He's a young kid. Wow. Real young kid. And he's oh, Bryce, yeah, he plays at, Bryce Daniels. Yeah, he yeah. plays at the gym. Yeah. Bryce Daniels' little brother, right? And this kid is phenomenal. You know, yeah. I think, and I wish I was playing that good at that 13, age. 13, yeah. Yeah, just, and he's just busting out songs and he's not scared of anything. I, I remember being so afraid to <laughs> do anything, you know what I mean? He just jumps in with all of us and sings songs yeah. and stuff. And I think he's, he's probably one of the, the future artists that... We'll be, you know, doing something big, you know, once we get done with everything. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we'll leave a little left for yeah. him. <laughs> like, We're going to eat right now. As far as like the scene, I think we already have a bustling scene. I think the yeah. scene's really good. I don't, I look at the scene here and I've never gone like, man, I hate it here, you know. Yeah. But there's so many venues and there's so, so many places that are supporting local music and wanting local music. Yeah. One thing I'm really starting to enjoy is the Sunday. Um, jam session. Yeah. Jam session. Uh, Flip set it up and uh, he sends out an invitation and everybody goes. It's kind of a free thing. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me last week's dilemma at the jam session. The dilemma? Are you talking yeah. about when that lady pulled up with the car? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm sitting there jamming. I'm doing a song, you know, doing my thing. And we're all singing along, having a really good old time. And these two ladies pull up and they didn't know we were jamming. They just pulled up, but they were jamming to boys to men. They oh. were, but they were jamming Dang. radio all the way up. They had the door open. They're in their singing. They're in their mood, whatever. And we're trying to jam out. We can't because this song is just blaring, you know. So we all start singing it too, right? Yeah. We're all sitting back there. And then uh, somebody says, hey, we should walk over there and go sing it with them. So we all get up the whole, and there's 12 of us maybe. We all get up and we go to the car. And there's these two ladies sitting in there. And we're all surrounded the car. We all start singing together. <laughs> got our hands up. And it yeah. was hilarious. It, it, was, it? it was a uh, end of the road. End of the road. End of the road. It was a good good live video dude well good uh side on facebook yeah. and i was like laughing Sweet. i was like dude that was amazing that was like and they really... came they came in and sat and yeah. watched and jammed with us yeah they oh, love wow. the other y'all do this every weekend yeah, yeah. yeah we try to do it every and Sunday. where's this jam session it goes every place like, every place every place, yeah. every place. Yeah. it's a secret location yeah. it you is just get, you kind just of gotta invitation wait only the, oh my goodness only. dang yeah, yeah. Uh, flip does a really good job of trying to you know do it at every bar every venue you can you know because a lot of times you know some of these people that are in the jam don't get to be in that venue and play music in that mm-hmm. venue never get the opportunity you know so it's cool to like be able to go sit down at a place you never get to sit on but not know? only that but you get to hear new faces yeah new faces. and there was actually one that just happened with your guys the the girl with the oh yeah yeah she found us on the like yeah. facebook swap uh-huh. or something she just brought her little ukulele out and jam. Oh, cool. she was so good she was yeah. yeah i don't know i didn't get her name no i, I should i should have got her name and her <laughs> yeah. phone number Maybe. if you're out there calling yeah. me. <laughs> already, girl. i was sitting right i next like to the you. ukulele i was sitting right next to you, you remember me sniffing your hair <laughs> you smell very good you smell very good <laughs> my last name is Reyes, but I go by King right now. <laughs> um, man, you want to go ahead and get some 10 questions? Man, we can. Yeah. Normally, we ask 10 questions on all of our guests, yeah. you know, once okay. kind of getting towards uh, the wrapping it up. But um, first question, I always ask the, these, uh, all of our guests. The deep. Guys, yeah. It's the first deep. starts off deep. Yeah, somewhere in underwear. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, first question is, 
How do you want to be remembered? I just want to be remembered. Yeah, it'd be nice just, to just, just be remembered. Yeah, just remember me. I don't care what you remember me for, but just remember me. Yeah. yeah. Really? That's so vague. Come on. I, what yeah, you I, say, I mean, because I, I try not to think, and this, I guess maybe this is why a lot of people like me, but I try not to think of myself as like somebody who's super good or super amazing, or yeah. something, you know, which is good. I love the compliments. Don't get me wrong, guys. I, I'm glad that you guys support me for that. But I never want to be like, Oh, I'm so, you know, I want to be remembered to be the best guitar player or be the like, best singer or the yeah, best, you know. Yeah. It's just cool if you remember me for just being a, a guy that hung out with you, you know. Yeah. You know, I never want to be like, I try not to be egotistical and have a head yeah. about me. So, I, you know, if you remember me, that's cool. I just want to be remembered. Yeah. For well, whatever reason. That's cool. Maybe that it's because I change my socks every day. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm the one that's going to come in with the dumb question, right? Okay. So, when was the last time you fell? What happened? When I fell? Uh-huh. I was helping my buddy Mike, uh, Whiskey Mike. Help him roof his house, uh, and we were on the ladder, and I was holding a twenty-six foot long piece of tin up, and the ladder gives way, and I fall no down. Way. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I yeah. could have cut my head you off. You didn't, didn't fly. You know, with the tin, just hold on to the <laughs> no, tin. Like, Mary Poppins. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> Dude, we roofed that whole house, forty-eight hundred square foot. Me, Dang. him, and his wife roofed that whole house. Dang. Yeah. man, that's good. That's a good. One. That is I good. am half Mexican, though. Uh, yeah. All right, <laughs> only half of me only half of him was working. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, my right side's working, my left side's chilling. I ripped a lot of house with my dad growing up. So. Did you? Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I know how that, that's why I decided not to become a roofer. Exactly. Um, question number three. All right, this is another deep one. Okay. Allsops, Stripes, or Tres Amigos? Where do you get your, which, which one do you get your fried burrito at? Jesus. See? That is a this tough one. This is a tough one because... I like the salsa at Allsup's, but I think I like the burrito better at Stripes. Oh. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. And it really depends on like how much I had to drink the yeah, night before exactly. in the location of the facility where I'm getting the burrito at. You know, it's close. <laughs> yeah. It's the best burrito. <laughs> I think for me, it's um, is a, how's a big red tasting that day? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the big red does taste better, like on those on those days. Yeah, that you're recuperating. Yeah, it's all syrupy and everything. Yeah, see, but see. for burritos, for me, I have to go to Diego's. That's oh, my jam. Dang. Yeah, well, that's a different type of burrito. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah, that's a taco. Well, <laughs> taco. yeah, I mean, I, I know the owner of Diego's really well, and they hook me yeah. up with burritos, so I always go by there. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Shout out to Diego's. You know, Cynthia two Diego. of us like us, like them. Whoa. Two of us. Wow. Yeah. There's someone that's no, not here. Yeah. That does not he like would, Diego's. He would blast them right now. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. I'd have to here. change his mind, bro. Well, no. because he, the story goes is that a few years back, he um, ordered some Giso burrito. burrito. He only got, he got three, three pieces. little pieces of Giso. He, ever that. since then. Which, you, you know what? You let me know which location. Yeah. I'll, I'll write a letter. You yeah. write a letter. We know person. I'll get him the other six pieces. We're going to get Karen on him. I'll get him the other six pieces. I'm a dry tortilla. I'm a dry tortilla too. I'll get him a sopping wet tortilla, bro. Sheesh. Yeah, man. Okay. That's what it is. Question number four, right? Okay. So um, the person that you would really like right now that you would that you would want to have dinner with, dead or alive? Oh, I thought you were going to smell like a girl. I'm like, hang oh. on. <laughs> You've been going through my Snapchat, bro? <laughs> I'm not that stalker. Dead or alive. Let's see. Um, oh, this is hard. Man, you're stumping me on this. Tom Petty. Mm, that's a good one. Tom I, Petty. Got, I, I was just listening to some Tom Petty. I think Tom Petty. I just, I feel like, I, you know, he just had such a cool grasp on life. You know, I watched a couple documentaries on him. Yeah. He, and he was never 
He was just never like he didn't care. He just wanted to play music, uh, sit down and jam and write songs. You know, I would like yeah, Tom Petty. Awesome. That kind of goes along with my next question. What do you think the difference is between living and existing? Living and existing. Um, how many titties? How many titties you see? <laughs> how many boobs you see? <laughs> I'm just here existing, seeing no titties, but I'm here living, <laughs> seeing six of them. I'm living today at the same time. <laughs> That's living. <laughs> living. Okay, that was supposed to be a serious question. <laughs> I'm not a serious person. Uh, okay. Well, well, thank you for your You're answer. Welcome. Yeah, everything's and all the rest of the, the answers to the question is going to be titties. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> okay, what well, question? All right. So you're in your car. You're at a stoplight. What song are you blaring out on the top of your lungs? You're saying now, like recently, yeah. what I was like listening to on the way over yeah. here. Yeah, no, like oh. just what is like you have your choice of song, any song. Yeah, to play like right now, and you're oh, like just totally song. geeking out to it. Like you're just singing it on top of your lungs. Hmm. Right now, I'm probably singing. What is that new Bruno Mars song with uh, Anderson Pack? Yeah, that one. Um, uh, man, I can never remember the name of the song. I love it, though. I it's got a catchy tune. It's huh? so it's catchy. catchy. Is that uh, the one where he's in the house? Yeah, it's, no, it's the one, uh, uh, Leave the Door Open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave the Door yeah. Open. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's a, the one I've been, yes, that's yeah. kind of my drive jam. That's right so now. 90s, too. Like, that it's is. an old 90s jam. Well, I, I don't want to say it's 90s. I mean, the, the tone. I feel yeah. like the tone is 90s. I don't know. It's such a jam. And the, the drum part on it, because obviously I've been playing yeah, drums for yeah. so the drum part on there, I'm like, ah, oh, that's, that's dope. Good one. Question number seven. Um, who do you sometimes compare yourself to? Hmm. I really don't have an ego, so I try not to compare myself to anybody. But a lot of the times, I guess, I don't know. I feel like I kind of have like a Brad Noel vibe, you know? Like, cool. Sublime. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of my, kind of my jam. You know? Awesome. Question number eight. Go to place to go eat in San Angelo. What type of food? Whatever you're feeling. What's your favorite restaurant? Uh, Diego's Burritos. Diego. <laughs> Are you getting paid? Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I do work for her. sponsored by Diego's yeah, Burritos. I, I, do, I do work for her. No. Um, sit down restaurant. Hmm. I really do like Jalapenos Locos. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know why I like it? Why? Because their salsa is hot. Yeah. No, not, not spicy hot, but it's warm. Oh. It's not like cold salsa, and yeah. for some I reason, I just don't like cold, cold salsa. salsa. I like yeah. warm salsa. Huh. Yeah, so don't yeah. go to Chili's, right? Because yeah, and it's cold. like it's cold, yeah, and it's, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like ice cream. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Ice. warm salsa. For some reason, it's <laughs> wow. just like said I like it hot, like warm. <laughs> Shout out Bernie. Yeah. Uh, my dad had never eaten there, and I took him another day. He was like, "This is so good." I was yeah. like, "Yeah, it's so good, right?" <laughs> and it's right, right. there because I live in the barrio, so yeah. it's right there by my house. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Barrio, 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 barrio. Avenue O. Avenue O. Shout out to Avenue O. I know. Don't be stalking me, girl. Don't be stalking. We're already here. Yeah, shout out to the South Side. South Side. Yeah, question number nine. Who is your favorite teacher or adult? Not your parents, but someone that was your favorite person growing up. His name was Buzzy Gaston. Buzzy Gaston. Yeah. He was a... He was a guitar player and he played for a couple of churches, but he was really good friends with my mom. And he was the one that kind of, you know, would bring a guitar to the house. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. What is that? You know, yeah. that's so cool. And he'd play it, you know, and stuff. And he would just sit in, you know, of course, my mom was smoking weed or whatever. And they what would be getting high or whatever. <laughs> you know, and I was so young then I really didn't know about, you know, what was going on. But he saw I was really interested. So he was like, 
trying to teach yeah. me and stuff. But uh, before, like, he could really do anything, he passed, you know. Oh, but he left me a couple of guitars and stuff when he That's passed. That's amazing. You know? So, uh, yeah. It's, shout out that does. Shout out to Buzzy. Buzzy. Buzzy shout Gaston. out to Buzzy Gaston. Yeah. Rest in peace. Wow. Rest in peace, man. Where would you be without him? You know, I just, exactly. cool things like that to. Little things. That's going to be in your documentary. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> it's going to be one of those things that I remember. We were just kicking back and home yeah. came by and started showing me some chords and, this he, and uh, yeah and it was and uh he was he knew that i had some sort of knack for it he yeah. was he could tell that you know it was something i was really interested in you know and actually took some time and he did uh, a lot of music lessons at the church cool. and that's what that's what his job was you know so he actually had the knowledge and he was sitting down actually showing me hey this is how you play guitar this is how you do it you know and he he really you know right before I really started getting decent. Yeah. He passed. Yeah, he got into a, oh, a, wow. a, a car accident. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. wow. So, so it's gone too early. Yeah. Very, yeah, very early. But yeah. still left a mark. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. interesting. Question number 10. All right. What's your fondest uh, recollection of a concert? Like you'll Stone never... Temple Pilots. Oh, yeah. I got a CD of those too. Just yeah, like... Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, and it was pretty much one of the first big concerts I ever went to. You know, and I think that's really why it left a mark on me because I just remember and I knew every word, you know, and it was so cool, you know, to see uh, titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More titties. Yeah. To see titties. No, to see real rock stars, you know, to see yeah. real fucking rock because those guys yeah. were real, real rock, rock stars, stars yeah. man. And you're yeah. like, they're real rock stars, you know, yeah. and they're, they were just doing it. And of course, I wasn't up close. I was up in the nosebleeds. It yeah. was in San Antonio, I think. Yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, Freeman Coliseum or something. I don't know. Yeah. Some Coliseum. Alamo The Alamo Dome. I don't remember. Anyways. I just know we all drove down there. I did see titties on the way down there. Yeah. <laughs> Not lying. Like, no, no. It was me. It was me and a bunch of friends, and all the girls rode in one vehicle, and all the dudes rode in another vehicle. Uh, and the and girls came up flashed, beside us, yeah. and they're all flashing uh, us, you know, down uh, down the highway, you know. So yeah. Memory lane. Memory lane. Titties. <laughs> titties. One of my buddies married one of those girls. I saw. Yeah. I saw your girlfriend or your wife's titties, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> All right, cool. you got any extra questions? Any Man, kind of I random don't. Questions? Yeah, I know this. Bonus question: uh, Where do, where do you find your inspiration when like you're writing music or playing music? Mm, it's weird because it's some of the best songs I've written that I think uh, there's some of the best songs I think I've written. Mm. I don't know if they're the best ones I've written, but I feel like they're the best ones. Come to me when I'm least expecting it, like I'll be asleep and I'll wake up and have the whole song in my head. Oh, sweet. It's weird. It's a weird feeling because yeah. I'll have like the melody, like the drum part, the lyrics, everything. And I'll write it down. Some songs I have to work for it, you know? Yeah. So it's inspiration to me is like some of the, one of those things has to be like, I don't know, you know, God or whatever, you yeah. know, it's never been a certain thing because sometimes I can be going through like say a breakup or something like that. Yeah. Feels so uninspired, you know. Can't even write a breakup song or a love song if I wanted yeah, to. Exactly. But sometimes everything's going good and everything's right, and then here comes a breakup song or a super sad <laughs> yeah, song, and I'm like, yeah. well, "That's interesting. Where did yeah. this come yeah, from?" Exactly. Like, yeah. What was I, what was I thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> I remember once um, I had I was working at Taco Bell, and this uh, guy I was working with goes, um, "Hey, Dan, you know how to rap." I was like, well, you know, I really like, I, I like to rap, but I like to write. I like to do, be a lyricist and write stuff and, you know, then maybe put on something 
and rap about it. It's like, oh, that's cool. But do you know how to rap a taco? Because, you know, because the taco's a rap. <laughs> it's like, do you know how to do your job? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, speaking of rap, though, have you ever heard of George Watsky? No. Uh-uh. You never heard of Watsky? Look him up. Is I he saw in him. town? Or is... No, no. He's oh. he's uh, in L.A. He's a bigger bigger artist. Yeah. Um, and he, he's so good. Really? And he started, yeah. like, a musical career. And I saw him live in Austin. Man, his all his songs are dope. He's and such good lyricist, like you said. Yeah, you know his lyrics just in the way he writes. He's so good. And I'm not too much into rap. I listen to a little bit of rap. Yeah, I'm not into like Fetty Wap and stuff. That's just yeah. not my jam, yeah. you know. Yeah. But hit the way he raps and the, what he raps about and the songs, the way he tries to write, so good. It's 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 just amazing. And his videos hilarious or epic you know it's gonna yeah. be one way or another but check them out george watsky yeah george well plug yourself man where, where can um, people find more music from you and you know social media and things like that? well uh 12 mile is on all the social media platforms we're also on all streaming platforms so you can just type in one two mile you know wow. look us up there uh the key the brothers we don't have any um music recorded we've never really we've always been just the jam, jam band yeah uh, but we have a lot of shows. You can look us up on uh, Facebook. We have all our shows listed. Um, and just all my acoustic shows. I do have an artist page on Facebook where I post all my acoustic shows. But if you add me to Facebook, just look up Charles Reyes. I'm posting about one of my bands sometimes oh, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Uh, upcoming shows, though. Let's see. I have a, a million. I'm going to book out till the end of September. So oh, we'll, just, we'll just do good. a couple. Man, that's yeah, me. Yeah, lucky. Very lucky. Let's see. I am going to be. You said this next week. I am Friday, June 4th. I will be in Abilene, Texas at the PT Event Center. And then the 11th and 12th, I'm playing with Chili F. Uh, the 11th, I'm playing at Spams. The 12th, I'm playing at Kimbo's. Uh, the 18th, I'm playing at Fredericksburg with 12 Mile. Wow. The 19th, I'm playing with Tequila Brothers at the Pearl. Uh, the 26th, I'm playing acoustically at the Firehouse. Yeah, I have a ton of shows. Oh, that's like, awesome. That's I keep going. Congratulations. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be at the I'll be at the Pearl. Yeah, I'll be up there on the nineteenth. That'll be my birthday weekend. So Dang, I'll go do it. I'll go do that. Fredericksburg. Birthday. Yeah, yeah, man. Fredericksburg's so much fun. It yeah. is. I it's because that that's place. where all the girls go to party, you know? Yeah. And they're like, you know, we're doing it. This is girls' weekend, you know, like it's girls weekend, isn't it? <laughs> that's the place where <laughs> you to ever make see bad me decisions. play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cool place, man. We play a place there called Crossroads and it's a big bar. Yeah, I love that place. Dude, I really walked into a bar over there and they were playing like total death rock out there like it was like like the hard stuff yeah and i thought i was gonna die in there because i totally walked in there like pv herman the music or? <laughs> yeah well i don't know it was just like you know german guys all over the place you know just vast <laughs> bikes outside i didn't i just totally didn't even bypass it's like, all like my bandito story yeah. all again <laughs> yeah i walked in there like pv herman seriously like i was like living there by myself and i was like oh my god i'm going? here with the band I, i'm not i just came here for a beer <laughs> sir. Just looking for the restroom <laughs> and there's a big old lane the bartender hilda comes out she's like hilda. Hilda, you're gonna get beer yes you get beer you can make beer. sure it's a dark beer please <laughs> i don't want to have shit. mexican beer <laughs> yeah hey charles man we appreciate yeah, man. you joining us oh, man, you, man. The back, Blast, back to the house podcast man thank you very so, yeah, much thank you, know. you for coming on yeah thank we look guys. forward to listening to more about you you know you know seeing you grow and progress and through the music scene i'm hoping, I'm hoping man. Angelo, get yeah. that inch 
Yeah, give him, we're, trying to, we're just trying to give him that inch, man. We're just trying to give him that song again. Yeah, right now that we just got the tip. Song. That should be a song. Let me write that one. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Right now we're just getting the tip, but man, yes. give him that inch. Yeah. Give him the inch. Give him the inch. Yeah, man, I, you know, you never know what's going to happen, you know. So, yeah. I, you know, just keep playing music and having fun. So. Well, I look forward to it. Yeah, do you got any shout outs that you want to give out to anybody? Uh, back in the house podcast. Yeah, you know. Hey, thank you. That's, yeah, we'll take that. Yeah, we'll take that. Shout we'll, out. We'll take that anywhere Those we can. Those guys are cool. Right. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. I bless you. <laughs> um, hey, first, um, before we leave, going to give a shout out to our new listeners in an Australia. Australia. We got some Australian what folks? Crikey. Yeah. Is it crikey? Yeah. Crikey. I think it's crikey, right? Or smacked. Kids got smacked. Forsters. <laughs> That's all I got. Know, right? They're like, That's what are these guys in Texas <laughs> listening? <laughs> I know exactly. What's our stereotype? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. uh, shout out to, um, let's see, you got some new listeners in Poland. Got, Poland. Uh, got some uh, listeners listening in Poland. That's all I like to hear. Uh, Mexico and, of course, Canada. Canada always is always to us. Yeah, they're always. <laughs> shout out to Chino. Um, yeah. be, be on the lookout for his new show, Chilling with Chino. Chino. Coming out. Yeah, coming out soon. Um, and um, yours. And yours. Oh, yeah, we got yeah. a little fight. Uh, it's called the Fight Shed Podcast. I'm um, talking about the best in MMA and boxing, bringing it all together yeah. in one show. That's right. With Mr. Alan Kirk. Alan Kirk. Mr. Alan Kirk. Yeah, CBD shout out. The full spectrum. Full spectrum. Look um, out for him. What's that? I said look out for yeah. Alan Kirk and full spectrum. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to him. If you need any CBDs, 25% off. Nice. At full spectrum. Yeah. Just mention yeah, the, the Back show? of the House podcast. <laughs> yeah. So Delta Man. Eight, he said. Yeah, Delta Eight. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to everyone that's still listening to us right now. <laughs> no shit. Right. Thank you for joining us. I know. Thank you for making us a part of your week. We appreciate you very much. Thank you for um, hitting that like, the subscribe button, um, downloading us on Spotify, on Amazon Music, and um, all the other listening platforms. Thank Hell you yeah. very much on that. Thank you. Get anything? Any last words? Man, no, I don't. Just uh, thank you, Charles, for joining us, and uh, man, uh, many blessings to you on the on the you know many, on the future. Yeah, so. definitely. Titties, titties. <laughs> That's the title of the show. Titties right. a beer. Yeah. Hey guys, um, again, we appreciate you listening. Y'all have a great week. I'm Daniel, and I'm Easy, and we'll see y'all next week. All right, guys. Later, peace. <laughs>